welcome to the Modern MBA podcast with Marie Kerwin and Kristen Rossi. Our mission is to help MBAs coming from, going into, or merely considering more unorthodox career paths. We're a community to find inspiration and share stories. Today's show is part of a three-part series on MBAs and family businesses. We're speaking with Gautam Nagarajan, who pre-MBA worked in the corporate world and post-MBA has joined his family business in the Middle East. One small series around family businesses, and we've we've interviewed someone who's moved from his family business in Italy into the corporate sector. We're looking at someone who's who's moved from their family business into their own business, and then you're quite interesting because you've moved from the corporate space into your family business. If right. you can just start off and just tell us uh, about yourself, so your name, where you're from, why you decided to do an MBA. My name is Gautam Nagarajan and uh, I'm from Hyderabad in India. And uh, so basically, I, 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 even before my MBA, I had business as my goal. But I also knew that the skills that I had from my corporate world, uh, from my corporate career, weren't enough to actually uh, be good at the business, be, fit into the business side. Like, for example, I was completely uh, on the engineering side of things during my career at Alstom and Honda. But uh, mm-hmm. I had no experience in terms of finance, in terms of the kind of uh, interactions you had to have with clients and the presentation skills. Yes, my presentation skills in terms of the engineering part were covered by because of my uh, experience at Alstom and Honda. But in terms of the overall picture, uh, the kind of uh, thought process you had to have when actually running a business, that that was the reason why I joined the MBA. What was your catalyst then for moving from, from the corporate world and engineering into specifically your family business? Um, so my family has always been involved in construction. And uh, even during my engineering days, I was actually very interested in uh, construction. I was advised by my family, my whole family, in fact, that uh, I sh- it's important for me to actually understand the technical side of it by gaining experience in the corporate side of it to understand mm. uh, how a particular department is run and mm. after that right. I, w- I was given the option to make up my mind if i like the corporate world i was given the option that you can go into the corporate side of the world you can stay there so uh, mm-hmm. even after your mba but this is something that i wanted to do i would interact with my uh, with my father's colleagues, it would really interest me. That, uh, that was the main reason why, why I entered the business. Family business is not the end over here. I still have the option of starting something of my own even after this. It was important for me to gain an overall experience in terms of how the business is learned. And that's the reason why I drifted away from the corporate side of the world. Because mm-hmm. in the corporate side of the world, I would be looking at only one division of the whole company. Yeah. against the whole uh, overall yeah. picture in terms of business development, in terms of finances, in terms of technical mm-hmm. side, client relations, mm-hmm. supplier relations, and so on and so forth. So uh, it, it's basically giving me a first-hand experience of how uh, things are run. Mm, all together. All together, the overall picture, yeah. how different departments function, how to manage people, what are the challenges yeah. that are faced, and... Uh, 
I'm, I, I see every single day how much of an effort it takes to actually manage the people, manage uh, the challenges and how to deal with them yeah. without actually mm. messing up. So <laughs> <laughs> It's funny though, because actually um, the person that we spoke to who'd moved from their family business into the corporate side, that was one of the things they said that the kind of experience in moving into a, a big multinational as you do end up, he, was, he said he was lucky that the company he's working with is, you know, is, is more flexible in that regard because it's, it's a tech company, but still, you know, he missed or he didn't get the same exact experience of, of having all his, his hands in all different areas of the business. And actually this is not in our question list, but uh, I'm just curious what have been, the challenges you're seeing across the business during this period of, of the coronavirus? Every day is a new challenge. Every morning, uh, even during the time where uh, we were shut down, every morning we would, there, there are so many levels of co coordination required with people from the camp, people from the DHA, that is the Dubai Health Authorities, and coordinating people's movements, the allotment of uh, accommodations and how, where to put them. From one side, the, uh, we, were, we were facing the client deadlines and the project mm -hmm. completion deadlines. And on the other, uh, other hand, we were facing uh, pressure from the health authorities to actually keep, uh, yeah. keep the site closed. So these are some basic challenges that, uh, that we face during this lockdown. Right now, for the moment, we are facing a timeline uh, challenge in terms of project completion because of this, yeah. this difficult time. Our project has been delayed by about, uh, about approximately a month. Another important aspect of business is uh, what I'm seeing is business development. Projects mm. need to come in. Only then salaries can be paid. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now nobody is willing to actually put in the money for a project. So there's no project mm. coming in. So as difficult as it may be, it's, we are having to send people home. It's, just really, really difficult doing that. Yeah. Mm. But it's interesting. So you really are you really are dealing with the HR side, stakeholder yes. management, exactly. business development, all of that. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It has been challenging, but at the same time, it's been a learning experience. Everybody's working on forecasts at this point in time as to when people are going to be willing to invest in uh, in projects, when people are when the when everything is going to start moving fast. We're just waiting for, waiting for an opportunity to actually go out and start meeting people because that, that's what makes, an, uh, makes a difference. Meeting people yeah. and getting, getting business in. I guess it's just there's so much kind of uncertainty at the moment, isn't there? It's bound to kind of exactly. set that, that flow of business coming through. Right, right. Exactly. Mm. Going back to the idea of moving from, from a corporate environment to family business, what was the joining process like? compared to your past experience of joining a company? The joining process was quite different, in fact, because uh, like in the corporate, uh, in my experience in, at Alstom and Honda, I had to submit a formal application and uh, mm. submit my resume. And I had a formal interview where uh, three rounds of interview, in fact, and mm. uh, then questions were asked to me. And uh, then my role was clearly defined that you would be part of this particular division and yeah. this would be your role. But uh, over here, there was no interview process. 
but uh, mm. at the same time there were lengthy discussions probably weeks together uh, with my family where i was made aware of the risks involved the kind of work that would be involved and whether i would be committed to putting in the putting in the hours that would be required for actually sustaining in this side of the world like for example in the corporate side of the world uh, corporate side i had a defined time that i would be working from 9 to 6 occasionally yeah. i would extend that based on the amount of work but over here there's no stopping because as <laughs> like there's no weekend even today uh uh we've had calls from people and uh, clients and uh, inquiries and camps and whatnot so there's no weekend there are no, there are no holidays per se but mm. at the same time you do get a break here and there depending on the team you have but there's no 9 to 6 you can't say that i'm working from 9 to 6 and i'm going home after that even when mm. we are home, even when we are home we are still on our laptops and uh, working coordinating and uh, so yeah it's quite different in a way and i imagine since you're all working together with the family business conversations must just, must just come up at dinner about business again after the after work about business the conversations <laughs> must must be all about business <laughs> I, my my sisters over here really don't like it because uh, because they get bored when my uncle and i are talking about business and what happened at site today and trying to review as to how we can make things better <laughs> and uh, so slowly the conversation will drift off so it's uh, <laughs> but that's the important thing that you can't it's important for you to maintain that work life balance even though you're working in the in the family business it's interesting because this is something which i would face uh, earlier in my when i was working for uh, alstom where my brother and my dad would like uh, start talking about business and i would be really sad that i would not be involved in that at that point of time and not understand it too well like, uh, i can understand where they're coming from as well the um in terms of the the skills that you feel you um you gained or had to gain um your previous experience was um with Alstrom and your background as as engineering and yes. obviously the role that you um you've gone into now is is much more generalist as you mentioned right what skills do you think that you had previously that have kind of crossed over to your new role and then what other skills do you feel that you um you had to learn when i was at uh, Alstrom and Honda these were engineering companies it was just my advantage that the that the like uh, the the documentation the jargon everything was quite similar between the manufacturing industry and the construction industry so it wasn't really difficult for me to grasp uh, that side of it the engineering side of it yes i did have to learn a lot even there because construction as a whole was completely new i had never formally started working there i was only interested right. in it so i started reading about it but the practical experience is a different uh, ball game altogether so that really helped me in t- my experience at alstom really helped me uh, with the engineering side of it because things are quite similar as i said now my now the the skills that i had to develop were actually uh, in terms of the strategy side of it and uh, mm. the finance for example i had no experience in finance as i said the mba gave me a base of for learning that you know, getting experience in uh, 
submitting a project report or a financial report for for the company that was one uh, one aspect one skill that i really needed to develop and mm. what i gained during the mba was how to actually have a conversation which is not restricted to one single point which i used to do during in the corporate side of it for example i was working as a fire a fire and smoke en- uh, engineer in alstom my all my conversations with client would uh, clients and suppliers would only be restricted to that it would not mm. it would not uh, expand but M- mba taught me how to actually how to actually have conversations which expand over the uh, over the whole business side of it if you're looking at only one division then the other, others are going to suffer because mm. the details and the research or the economy the uh, the industry as a whole you need to be aware of every single aspect of it yeah so it's kind of about being able to have that holistic perspective and exactly. um see the the overall big picture exactly yes um so we've talked about obviously the the way that the work that you're doing changed when you um, when you moved back to your family business and we've also talked about um some of the i guess we've kind of touched on some of the culture of, of working in a family firm but yes. how much how much of a culture shock do you feel there was kind of going from your previous position in the MBA into into a family business to be honest it wasn't much of a culture shock because uh of my family being uh, who kept me involved and updated of what was happening mm-hmm. my father would all my father and my uncle would always have these discussions and uh, keep me involved and updated of what was what were the projects running and how many people were there and i would always love going to my uh, father's office uh, and interacting with them understanding the different uh, updates that were there th- what kind of new technologies were in the industry and uh, mm. different things and uh, once i moved into the family business uh, formally the, my colleagues were really helpful and supportive in making me adjust to the new environment and uh, they brought me up to speed regarding the details of the projects and helped me whenever i actually had a certain doubt or what uh, whatsoever so uh, mm-hmm. it wasn't too difficult for me in terms of a culture shock Mm. Yeah, I think having that solid communication in place just makes yes. such a difference, doesn't it? Yes. Mm. And so finally, do you have any tips or suggestions for other people who are in the same kind of position as you or are maybe considering going to work in their family business or is there anything that you wish that you had a, that you um that you knew before? It's in fact uh, something that was uh, told to me before getting into the family business that just because you're just because i'm in the family business doesn't mean i'm going to have a free ride over here and uh, mm. you don't piggyback <laughs> on somebody else's back <laughs> uh, there are you have to put in the hard work there are so many risks involved you're responsible for uh, for about 100 odd people uh, mm-hmm. their their salaries how they are how if any uh, safety issues there if any financial issues there you have to take care of so many different uh, divisions and you just can't sit back at home and think somebody else is going to take care of it you need to yeah. be aware and you need to know what is what is happening in different sides even though you might not be physically present you need to be aware you need to have that communication line and uh, uh, a 9 to 6 job forget about it <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, you have to be on your toes 24 hours a day. Be ready for any challenge you might face. Talking to Gautam really put into perspective for me the pressure that comes with being part of a family business and the fact that work never stops. I mean, you go home at night, you eat dinner, you watch TV, you're living with the people that you're in the office with all day. And often they're, they're your parents or your uncle or aunt. And, and I, think, I think with that also comes a bit of pressure just because, I don't know, I always feel the most worried about disappointing my mom, <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> a silly thing but um yeah it's on the one hand i like the idea of working with your family because it's immersive and if you love what you you're doing then work doesn't feel like work but on the other hand i can imagine it could also lead to burnout yeah it must be quite hard when you can't really get like a, a break away from work and the office i'd imagine it can make it quite difficult to switch off but then yeah. i guess the other side of that is you also have someone who always will understand like what you're going through and, and what your concerns are. Yeah. It's like most things I suppose in the world, you know, there are pros and cons to both sides. Mm. That's all for today's modern MBA podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Marie. And until next time, goodbye. Bye.
That's all for today's Modern MBA podcast. I'm Marie. And I'm Kristen. And until then, bye. Bye. Yeah, cool. Thank you so much for doing this now. It would just allow me to do this before we talk to Phil. Yeah, no, don't be silly. Thank you so much for editing it. <laughs> um, it's fine. Um, that's brilliant. I will, um, yeah, I've got to go dial into something else. Um, yep, but yep. I will speak to you 4.30 for Phil, right? 4.30. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure. All right, speak to you in a bit. Bye. Bye.